Osiris. everyone of the great beyond apologies while i let these two run the episode i hopped on a flight woke up at 4 45 this morning coming back from nashville turns out these guys were still awake from streaming the show so nobody's in a good mood today so just <laughs> be aware of that we're all still coming down after you know name a song during those two shows because every song just absolutely slapped i mean to be fair i haven't been in a good mood for at least 20 years so yeah right you but, know uh... We'll chalk it up right now to the time difference or something. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, the Nashville shows in a little bit. Uh, we've got a little bit of news for you guys today and an excellent interview lined up. You may know our guest from his documentary, Miles to Go, or the fact that he's proprietor of venues like the Wetlands, all the Broken Bowls, Capitol Theater, uh, curator of events like Fare Thee Well and Lock and Festival, and finally institutions like Relics, Head Clout, Head Count. Head Clout. Hey, clout. <laughs> hey, <baby. laughs> um, basically, if you've been to a show in the scene, chances are he's had his hands in it. The one and only empresario of Organos, Peter Shapiro. And this is one of the most exciting interviews we've ever done. Not to mention the first interview we've all done in person. He fills us in on some of his history with the band, the scene as a whole, and what the future holds for Goose and all of the projects at his disposal. But first things first, Robbie, cue up that bingo theme. Let's go to work, boys. Let's go to work. News. Let's go to work. That's <laughs> what I think you meant. Um, okay. First I didn't get first. the reference then. I don't get it now. There's no getting any of this. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Too it's the great time. beyond. It's a very deep void. <laughs> to the back now, y'all. Uh, first things first. Uh, things have been a little bit quiet, shockingly, in Goose World. Uh, but somehow they've managed to sneak in a few festival announcements. Uh, so the Thing Festival... Real creative title, Port Townsend, Washington, August 26th through 28th, featuring acts like Freddie Gibbs, Modest Mouse, and Father John Misty. Right, yeah, and it's an interesting festival lineup. I mean, how could we forget Triumph, the insult comic dog? Oh, Obviously, God. a very I keyed, I keyed. Uh, highbrow <laughs> act. Um, you know, Delvin Lamar organ trio is also there yeah. too. Now I'm flipping through Jungle, who I've heard some good stuff about, and it's just a very different lineup. And you've, we've seen that now when we already recap those other festivals, um, like the festival in Memphis, like Boston Calling, um, just more. I, you know, I don't want to call them pop or mainstream. You know, this one's kind of almost like a, a little bit of a hipster fest here, which fits yeah. the band because they're you know hipsters. They wear very skinny jeans. Um, Franz Petit Lupin can only fit into skinny jeans. So like, you know, it's just, that makes sense, you know? Um, but it's kind of cool too, in that sense that they're uh, kind of like extending, you know, they're they're exploring their boundaries and going outside of like the jam scene festivals where they're still playing at Peach, still playing at Sweetwater and they're playing cool fests like um, Thing and Boston Calling and, and in Newport Folk too. 
So yeah. we did no, we did no research on the theme festival. Clearly, no, I know it's in Washington, <laughs> uh, Washington State, not DC. Got him. Yep. Yeah, yep. couldn't have known that without looking it up. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> moving on, um, got the Newport <laughs> Folk Festival this summer. Uh, already sold out, but it's cool. You know, great to see cigarette companies are still kicking now, advertising festivals. Bruce, tell me about the first time you smoked in Newport. Ah, oh, man, <laughs> memories. Um, just for those of you who don't know, um, Newport's an American brand of menthol cigarettes. <laughs> uh, and actually the second best selling cigarette brand in the United States since 96. Can you believe that? Oh, um, so the first time I smoked it, you know, getting that feeling of, um, you know, some cooling glass cutting into my throat as yeah. I smoked it and drank like a very bitter, warm Schaefer's, you know, on some wooden steps outside my house was um a really meaningful experience for me in a lot of ways um you know newports led me to cools um uh-huh. cools led me to Paul mall Paul mall reds led me to not smoking anymore <laughs> um so yeah so then you know that's uh, the whole pretty much the whole progression um but yeah excited to see that I've, I've been dying to go to Newport um, Folk Festival and just, you know, inhale some cool <laughs> minty breeze. Um, yes. But, sure. but, they, but, they're, they're, but besides the fact that it's just a classic festival, um, there's a lot of cool acts in, in this festival, too. And again, much different um, than even, uh, you know, Boston Calling, which which you have like Glass Animals and, um, you know, uh, Metallica is there and stuff like that. And then here you got Mandy Moore, who I'm super excited to oh, see. Oh, shit. Bruce, uh-huh. Mandy Moore tour. Mm, Mandy Moore. I used to have a poster of you in my room. We're not going to talk much more about that. Neil, and then Neil Francis is there. Um, they yeah. don't have, they haven't announced a lot of artists. Taj Mahal, like Joey, you mentioned Taj Mahal before. I mean, I, and they're playing on the same night, uh, same day as Goose on Friday. Yeah. So I've wanted Goose to cover uh, She Cut the Katie's so bad. Mm, yeah. Oh, widespread covers that though, right? And, and uh, don't well, they? I really most I mostly know it from Blues Brothers. Is... Oh right. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 They could cover yeah. some Blues Brothers stuff too. Sometime would be cool. Yeah. The most sought after Halloween set, I think. Yeah. Definitely. And I think maybe because of that, they probably will not do it. Probably won't. Yeah. 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 They're just banking on another Austin Powers movie coming yeah, out at some time. Gold member. <laughs> yeah, Austin member Powers Redux. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Newport folk. I have you know July twenty second to twenty fourth. Very very excited about it. Catch that minty ocean breeze. Um, should be a, a new kind of mix of audiences for the band, not just you know crunchy jam festivals. So it should be interesting to see how they approach these shows. Yeah, for sure. I expect a lot of indie vibes coming out of some of these shows, but then they had that See Here Now fest set, which I think is a little bit of an underrated fest set for them. I don't listen to it, um, but it I did at one point, and it was pretty good. And when they just play these tight sets with, you know, they don't have a ton of time, they play the tight sets, play the hits, and it really works out. When, especially when the sound isn't working for the first 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean... See I'm always now. hearing stuff anyway. It's it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <Little gaps. laughs> um, see here now was was kind of like special in that. Well, it's not special, but in that I thought it might be the last time we ever see them play a 60 minute set anyway. Oh, that's interesting. You know, it's just it just seems like to me it, it's weird with festival sets. You know, now that now that their font is like 18 point, I think mm-hmm. um, that they're gonna get you know a little over an hour, hour 15, hour 30. 
um, given the way the band manages time and they, you know, they have to have tea and water and they have to pee because of that. So it's going to be an hour anyway, probably. <laughs> um, but you know, it's just, it's just hard for any band. And this was what always stunned me about openers and when they were opening for pigeons and, uh, opening for Spafford and all these other bands and how many fans they were picking up from that, where it's really hard to, to give people a good taste of what you do in 45 minutes or an hour. Um, and that's why I've kind of always been stunned at how many fans they've picked up through these festival sets too. But, um, they do a really good job of, of putting together these shorter sets in a way that's very impactful. Um, and that's helped them a lot. Yeah, yeah, so I guess we could say they haven't figured out three sets quite yet, but they have figured out. <laughs> they get one down. They got one down. Um, you know, it's only up from here. <laughs> and so I think, like, festivals like Newport and Thing, like, the new songs are really going to slap at those because they definitely have that vibe that, like, a Newport folk festival, I think, would really dig. It's yeah, going to be sure. interesting. I'm, I mean, I'm assuming they're going to be uh, all acoustic band at the folk festival, maybe, but maybe not. so. Really? They're going to go electric? I mean, yeah, then it's going to be, you know, yeah, you're going to I mean, hear them. I, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to. Well, well, of course you don't know. You're, you're just a publicist. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, why, why would I know? Yeah. Why? How would you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, you know, that'll be interesting to see what kind of sets they do put together um, for these festivals. And then and that, that's cool, too, because then that adds a different layer. And maybe they put together uh, an hour and 15 minute thing fest set that's different than a lot of sets that they put together for other festivals and it and it really clicks and it really works and um you know this is the cool thing about them trying to go to some of these different festivals and um play in front of different fans and people who have different tastes in music and and see how that works out and um i'm very curious to see you know what comes of that over the next year or two and and how many fans that they pick up from some of these other bands that you just wouldn't really expect yeah well I'm just going to get my free card to do parts. Ah, oh, well, I, <laughs> it's okay. I got a lifetime supply. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get this <laughs> done with uh, before the video tour uh, theme is over. And let's move on to some things a little bit more substantive. Like Sunset Lake. <laughs> ah, dripped up. <laughs> okay. Well, since Joey hasn't been around for any Goose Day Tuesdays, really slacking uh we thought we'd give him a generous 60 seconds i'm timing it now so we're cutting into it right now (laughs) uh to recap the two nights at brooklyn bowl nashville dude so you you joke about joey who the amount of people that are like oh great beyond i love like greg and bruce those guys i'm like yeah there's a third host too they go really (laughs) (laughs) yeah the one who you should just be like yeah the one who does the work (laughs) all right Yeah, yeah yeah No, but uh, so we talked about it a little bit earlier, like I'll leave the song breakdowns and stuff to you, mostly because I, I don't really remember, like I haven't processed the jams yet. I just remember like fire at 100 percent the entire time for two nights. But uh, as soon as you walk in and again, our guest is Pete Shapiro. So like walking in this place, you know, you're in a Pete Shapiro venue, like the energy is cultivated for the ultimate fan audience member experience. And I feel like that just comes from you know, people who are great audience members themselves, they go to a lot of shows, they partake in the live music scene for years. And he knows exactly what we want and what we're looking for and what we need. And like, you know, the sound was great. The lights around the place. It really reminded me of Dallas too. how they had those like panels on the side. I was going to say that, Joey. Yeah, dude. They had those like spotlights on the side and Getty was doing that thing. He did at Goosemas where like the lights are flipping 
at like yeah. 360 degrees, but it was like on the sides and they were colored. Like it looked really cool. I could imagine like up from the balcony, seeing the whole crowd with that light show must've been sick. And then lastly, like the band experience seems really nice. Like Jeff and Peter, they were coming out into the crowd, like before the show, after the show, hanging out, like they just seemed very comfortable, very at home. Uh, you know, the staff was really helpful. Everyone's happy. And that's what I hear about all the Brooklyn Bowl venues that the people that work there genuinely love working there. And, you know, we have friends who work for Peach Barrow who say uh, during the pandemic, like, you know, a lot of those people had to get other jobs because the venue was closed, but like 90, 95% of them or something like came right back as soon as it opened back up. So, wow. you know, pro props to Pete, props to the whole staff. That place was like set to pop off for these shows and did the crowd brought it. It was just awesome. Yeah, the band brought it too. I mean, I mean, Greg oh, and I yeah. noticed on these streams, you know, the rolling lights, though. By the way, that Getty, that that little effect with the lights looking like they're, you know, rolling around a, you know, like a log, like and flipping over and over themselves is so so cool. And uh, but yeah, you could tell on the streams too. You know, one of the things about designing these venues now for the fan experience, like Mission Ballroom, great sound, great sight lines good staff, lots of bars, easy bath, like everything's easy. Um, Brooklyn Bowl in Brooklyn has always been one of my favorite kind of local venues to us um, to go to. It's, it's just always been a cool vibe. It is a little small, but it's, it was always a neat idea in the sense of, you know, having the great fried chicken and having these bowling lanes that are kind of like VIPs. So you get a really great spot to look at the show and you get a fuck around you get service and it, it was just like always one of my favorite places to go um and i i was kind of fomoing a little bit not being able to go to nashville I had some really good friends there um but beyond that just to see this new brooklyn bowl venue knowing that it was going to be good and then seeing it on the stream and seeing how those lights are set up that's like one of those little details just like you mentioned with um the echo lounge in dallas was like this place is just perfectly designed so that artists have a lot of um, you know, leverage to do all kinds of cool stuff if they want or not, you know, in mission, they can use that disco ball as much as they want, do all kinds of different stuff with it or use it lightly like Getty kind of did. Um, and then at Dallas, they had those like rectangular lights all on the side that Getty was doing some very tasteful stuff with. And then in Nashville, they had these cool horizontal lights that kind of cross like just above the band, kind of like the net of lasers at, at cell farms a little bit, you know, and, and uh, you could see it so clearly on the stream when John would get back to that balcony view, which is straight on the band, uh, which he did it a number of times where you really got to see, you know, what Getty was doing in there and how it was looking. And it, it just, yeah, it just made me itch to, to want to be there. You know, you could just kind of just tell from the scene how, how people looked, you know, on the stream and, and they looked comfortable. They looked loose. You know, they didn't look like they were packed in like sardines. Like, um, I, I, I like, I have to say nine dirty club did. I obviously wasn't there, but you know, it looked so much tighter. Um, you know, so all of that, you know, plays into, like you said, people who know live music and love it and know what the fans want and building that experience for them from the ground up. And, and, uh, it's really cool. You know, I, I, I definitely hope, you know, they're not, they don't get too big to not go back there and play, you know, maybe three nights next time. Cause I, I would love to go, yeah. you know, I'd really love to go. It, it just looked like such a sweet experience. And one thing I want to add, they did sell beer by the pitcher there. So I would hop out, grab a pitcher of Pacifico, bring it back. Good for the set. That was a big bonus. And like, I never even thought to ask about 
at the Brooklyn Bowl in Brooklyn. I don't think I've never seen anyone with a pitcher there. No, but no, maybe yeah. nobody just maybe nobody they, asked for it. They will at the uh, lanes. Like if you if you order, you can get it. I'm pretty yeah, sure you can get, get pictures yeah, yeah. from the bar. But that that's the the that Brooklyn Bowl is small. And when you're on the when there's enough people in there, man, it's like you're not gonna. I would try to stand on the floor with my pitcher. Um, but yeah, it's just not gonna be practical. That's you know? gonna get spilled. It's not the Brooklyn Bowl without pools of beer all over the floor for sure. And it was no different in Nashville. Well, I have no further uh, comments. So uh, why don't we dive into the interview? All right. So good that Greg and I are running this episode today. <laughs> <laughs> running. I love the net of lasers. <laughs> <laughs> the net of lasers. Duh, everybody knows that. All right. Uh, let's pull it together and talk to Pete. But first, a quick message from the band. The views, opinions, and information presented on this podcast are not necessarily an accurate depiction of reality. The Great Beyond is not a goose podcast and as such you may hear some things that aren't completely true that being said we would hope that some of it is true but here at the great beyond we are way beyond truth live mohegan sun arena Goosemas 8 with a man that needs no introduction but uh he let me know i could improvise one concert empresario Ooh. pete <laughs> shapiro on the great beyond podcast hey. great night calling it deep welcome welcome <laughs> um so let's start out strong have you ever been called an empresario <laughs> um that word is sometimes used when written yes okay I don't uh, know. people you can call me whatever you want that's, you, that's what we just said but oh. i won't not fully sure always what that word means, but it works. The empresario of Organos. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> you know, the Goose original. Um, we're so happy to, to you know meet you, have a, have a good conversation with you, somebody who who knows probably the band more than us at this point. Um, most people do. They're not. They don't even. It's know an awkward podcast. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, my brain. A lot of it. A lot of stuff's come in. I hold a bunch of it, but I. But not everything. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. we, we know, know how that goes. Yeah, I was yeah. just gonna say, wow, well, sure. Yeah, we left a lot of it on the floor. It's a good start. I like this. <laughs> uh, um, so I'll let someone else take it. Well, uh, yeah, we're gonna go after Sorry, the no, whole time. Right. So I guess while we're on the subject, I guess how did you come to not only find this band but start working with this band? That is Goose that we're talking about. Well, it, might, it, it starts, you know, their manager uh, Ben Baruch must have this is one of those things that's probably a little fuzzy um but um he must have reached out to me he did and been like i'm involved with this band you know i'm working with this band goose um although i don't even know the full history they they were probably earlier you know these connecticut guys and playing up at Garcia's, you know, where we have the Capitol Theater. I saw a lot of good shows oh, yeah. Yeah. at Garcia's. Yeah. So I don't know all the timing of when Ben starts, but I do think Ben and the relationship, his management company and the band has, you know, is um, in music, in the scene, live music, all music, but particularly live, you know, where you're touring and it's like so many logistics. It's a, it takes a village. Yeah, you know, in a team, yeah. and Goose is such a great team. Yeah. Um, I'm fortunate; I'm good friends. I do so much with Ben. You know, whether it's Twiddle or Pigeons or O'Teal Burbridge or Eric Kras. Now we can go down a lit, and I always have done a lot with him. Um, Big Gigantic is a band he's worked with for yeah. a long time, and so when someone like that who's a friend, and you've done a lot with, it's like, yo, dude, 
it's you, you got to be aware of this. And so Goose has had a, you know a lot of buzz for a while. You know, it's not something they lacked. Even great coming publicist. Out. Great publicist, yeah, for sure. Great great. So there was buzz even in the early days, you know? And um, so there were the Garcia shows, and then I remember going to a show at Music Hall of Williamsburg. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. A few years back. Act. And uh, I have another friend, Dan Berkowitz, who does a lot of the VIP stuff in this scene. Okay. Um, he was also like, yo, and... Uh, and I remember that show. And a bunch of them will be here tonight at Mohegan. Dan's here. Josh Moore, mm-hmm. who's the promoter of Bowery Presents, who booked that show. Oh, right on. He'll be here tonight. Very cool. But anyways, I remember the energy in the room at Music Hall Williamsburg. There was like this palpable, uh, you know, I wish it was my room. It was not. But, <laughs> you know, there's sometimes like a- energy in the air. You can feel it. Yeah. Hopefully we'll feel it later tonight at Mohegan. Yeah, you know, true. when you feel that just thing. And uh, that was going on at Music Hall. Yeah, I felt a lot of Williamsburg. Yeah, for sure. Given how packed it was and then trying to watch the merch, I unfortunately felt a lot. But Yeah, um, yeah but, but it, that's part of it. Like, you can't move. You know, oh, the wetlands, yeah, yeah. my first it was venue. fantastic. Bowery yeah, right. the night before was no different. It was Always bad. Yeah. Completely oversold. Yeah. Well, they used to call wetlands sweat. sweat, sweat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's how those two venues were. But, um, you know, and there's something about that. We don't, listen, tonight won't be like that, and you can see it other ways. Mm-hmm. So you don't always want that. Yeah. But when you're coming up and going through these rocks, clubs four five six seven eight hundred club person clubs that kind of packed thing may be a little bit uncomfortable in the moment but it does add to the intensity of like you're seeing something special yeah. oh, it definitely does and for the band to see the packed floor and the packed stands yeah, you can't get in people look what they do like everyone wants to be there yeah they, um, they it's sold out yeah, yeah. it's buzzy you know and then you go to the next room and the next bigger room and it's awesome, like. Um, but maybe that was the next New York thing, right to Terminal Five. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See, I got it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. And uh, great, still pat, you know. And um, so that's probably why I was like, okay, what's next? Let's go to the arena. Right. 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 And that that leads us to another good question. So, in terms of now that we're here, Mohegan Sun Arena celebrating Christmas Eight, which is absolutely insane after eight years of doing it in tiny places. I feel at least fifteen years old. Oh my god! At least maybe twenty. But um, you know how you know now we. I'm now realizing I probably heard of Goose before Ben Baru. Oh, God, sure. really? Yeah. yeah, I don't know when, but I'm like, wait a minute. I just wanted to go back to that, but keep yeah. going. Oh, no, it's fine. No, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah, Matt Kalinske booked a whole lot of those. I'm going to later tonight, I'm like, yo, bro, I knew about them before you. <laughs> Matt Kalinske, John yeah. Warner, they were involved yeah, they were, early yeah. on, you know. I was just thinking, wait a minute, I'm going to tell them that later. Yo, bro. I mean, <laughs> I, I also, you know, <laughs> the What's year up? that the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I was at Broken Bowl. And, we stood uh, next to each other. We stood next to each other, and I was like... Hey, man, you heard of Goose yet? Uh, yeah, um, well, that's know. when it happened. So I'm pretty okay. sure. I, I think it was know, Greg Knight. I'm pretty sure. It was, yeah, let's uh, at Brooklyn Ball for the Super Bowl. History, you Rob, know? can we edit out all that stuff? Yep, that that's right. That's yeah. right. Um, <laughs> oh, our sound engineer, right? Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> enough about me, Bruce. <laughs> oh, I had a question. Um, yeah, so Goosemas. So how did you first get involved with the band, with Goosemas in particular? Because we, luckily, Greg and I were, were very fortunate to be at that Rockefeller Center show. Um you know, so how did that kind of come to be and come to pass, and then you know, bringing it up to here? How do we get to here? Back to that one is Ben calling me, being like, "Yo, bro, I remember uh, I got a call. I was on the street. I remember, and he said we're coming. We we, we want to do something really special in New York, and you have to figure it out. 
<laughs> no, he said you got to come up with something. He actually mentioned like Jimmy. F he knew I had a uh, friendship with like Jimmy. F He's like, can we get us? Can we do it at the Tonight Show? He was literally like, we want to play a Goose Show at the Tonight on the oh, set or that SNL. Cool. That was an idea. Sure, yeah. sure. You know, it's good to have. A, there's no reality in that. And I felt pressure. He was. He did say like, you, you're the one. So we're turning to you. Come up with something and call me, but get it, you know, and call me back. Nice. Once you have it, or like we talked, and uh, it was a little intimidated, like, oh shit, <laughs> what are we gonna do? And then, um, luckily, you know, everything is like we had a, I have a relationship at Rockefeller Center, I have someone who we know them anyways. I do my kids' rock and roll playhouse shows with them. Oh, right now. And okay. someone who works at Relics, his father works at Rockefeller Center. Very cool. He became yeah. the key guy, Gus Field, if he's listening. Mm. Carly's Thanks daughter. for dinner, Gus. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Long oh, time remember that. That's yeah, right, yeah. that's right. So we, I came up with, how about Rockefeller Center? And then we went and looked at all the spots and flew in, I remember. I think it was a bad weather day. It's interesting how the brain works. But we, and we got that cool outdoor, I mean, it was a once in a lifetime, really. Oh, it was. Um, it was incredible. And you know what's cool? You can just say anyone can go watch it. You just Google, like, oh, Christmas yeah. Rockefeller, the nope. footage. Uh, I mean, that was just, we got lucky that they were open to Gus. They, they kind of, you know, and by doing streaming now, maybe pre-streaming, I don't know if you pull that off. Because yeah. we could say to Rockefeller Center, like, It'll be streamed and people will get to watch and we'll show off Rockefeller Center kind of. It's on Twitch and Relics and 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 that was just a good story. Yep. If we didn't have that ability to be like, oh, we're going to stream it, it was just, can we sh just do? Wouldn't have worked, right? Yeah. Would have done it. Yeah. I mean, so we, it's kind of like have watched. We, there wouldn't have been anything to watch yeah. actually. Right. Right. So that's one cool thing I just realized that streaming or something like technology enables. Mm -hmm. Like and then we did something similar after with Grateful Mahalo. We went to like Hawaii with Grateful, doing a Grateful Dead, right. you know, Bill Kreutzmann and Billy Strings, yeah. Yeah. shooting. No one there. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. Streamed, and so Goosemist at Rock Center was like no one there except us. That was yeah. it. it was awesome. <laughs> sick lights, <laughs> sick spacesuits. <laughs> yeah, spacesuits. And um, we're gonna do it. That's cool about tonight. Yeah, I feel like yep. Twitch. That'll be watched by a lot of people. And uh, people can watch it anywhere. And now with uh, what we're seeing, people, there'll definitely be people at home, like, on Sono shit. I mean, it's winter, but maybe oh, yeah. some people in Arizona will be, like, outside. Sure. Mm -hmm. Sitting sure. in their hot tub. Yeah. With us <laughs> yeah. in Mohegan Sun, you know? Or you see that. you know. The so, so you can take a show and make it bigger than itself. Exactly. So hopefully the night's, you know. There'll yeah. be some people in a hot tub in Scottsdale. Absolutely. Uh, I will be joining anyone yeah. who wants in yeah, their so hot tub tonight. Yeah. 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 We're coming into later. your home. Yeah, in Scottsdale. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you've been doing that, too, with the Relic Studio as if well. If someone writes back after this that they're in Scottsdale, Arizona, can take a picture <laughs> of them in a hot tub watching with a screen, watching Goose, I'll give them fucking two tickets to any show they ever want to see. There we go. Including there we go. Neil Young, Sold Out, anything. There yep. you go. We'll have a hot tub waiting. Let's go you need Scott to show Dale. the picture <laughs> that right. somehow proves you're in Arizona or in a hot tub watching Goose in Arizona. Okay. Oh, we're getting a lot of downloaders in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. A lot of people buying hot tubs out there. So talking about like the virtual shows, I was saying like you've been doing that with the Relic Sessions yeah. too. Like how did that come about? What's it been like working with the Relic Studio? Yeah. Um, actually, the Goosemiss is one of the first things we did with Twitch. It's a good Relic's channel. And 
maybe it was the first thing we on Relics. You know, and now we have yeah. a whole thing going. Wow. Yeah. I just realized that. Let's not tell Ben Baruch because then he'll ask me for something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben Baruch comes in force. He's coming. Table. I hope he doesn't <laughs> listen to this. He'll be like, "You owe me." You know, he's a good manager. He'll be like, "Yo, we want a cut of your Relics chin." No, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so we started streaming. It's awesome, and, and you know, Gooseman's was awesome, and we there should be a studio. We always did live at Relics. Yep. We just put it on Facebook or YouTube, and now Twitch is this thing. It's always got to be live. It's mostly gamers, but and they wanted live music and in our scene and the Goose scene and other scenes. Trey, uh, the whole jam and you know improvisational indie jam scene. It works really well with streaming because each show is different. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a crazy. big headline. Pop bands, hip hop, um, DJs. Most shows are the same each time or similar. Yep. That doesn't work as well to keep streaming. Yeah. Uh, live, you know, the our world where each show is different. That's why the band Goose. I mean, Goose streams almost all their shows, right? Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot of them pay per view. This will be a special one. It's part of the model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Look at these guys. They travel with their own streaming team. Yeah. Yep. I know yeah. you guys. Yep. You know, tonight should be a notch up because we're augmenting with some of our equipment and stuff. Hopefully, it's got some oh, special, special. Cool. Yep. Yeah, very cool. But it's true. Goosemas was the kickoff to what now is is one of the biggest um, live music channels on Twitch. Maybe the biggest, probably. It's yeah. just live music stuff. It's awesome. And so we opened a place uh, in a venue, former Jazz Standard. Yeah. It was a jazz club that closed during the COVID. And they were like, yo, do you want to take this over? And I was like, Yes. For streaming, it was cheap and for just to stream out of, and we're still now we're going to make it a venue. Oh, really? really? Oh, that's that awesome. upstairs space, really? Da- uh, the venue downstairs, just, and then Blue Smoke was upstairs. Smoke, right. We're going to make the whole thing a thing. We just oh, announced wow. that. Wow. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, oh, nice. Jazzlands. Looking forward to checking that out. Well, it's <laughs> Jazzlands. Wow. That's, that's yeah. common. That's beautiful. Right okay. on. Yeah. Don't tell Ben Baruch because he's going on peace. Yo, no, I know. Don Baruch's coming for his money. Don Baruch's coming for taxes. Wow. Wow. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about your history, right? For the young whippersnappers who are 21 years old and just getting into this world, you have a story history in New York with bands, up-and-coming bands who have passed through your rooms. Wetlands Preserve. Um, so I'm wondering, like, you you had Dave Matthews band there, what, 90, 93, 94? Cool. What do you look for in an emerging artist? What do you look for in an emerging artist? What clicks for you to know that they've got something that you want to be involved with? Um, good question. I mean, I'm in the live side. So it would be a different answer, probably a recorded music person or something sure. at a label. Sure, mm-hmm. like, You know, it's funny, I look at the audience. Ah, okay. I mean, I listen, if it's great, I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm in. For sure. But, you know, you can see that energy in the audience and who's coming, and, like, you can sense it, you know? And, um, and if the audience is there and you feel it, and it, back to, like, that feeling when it's packed in and... There's a line yeah. outside, or you just take it. Even the first show, let's say they're opening for someone, or just Garcia's Tuesday night. Forget about selling it out. You just see like 60 feet, you know, on a cold mm-hmm. winter night. Absolutely, it's a little something. It was fun. Um, then you shows. know that's that's really kind of what we see. We can tell. We see momentum, and we can see it through that. And that's really the most important thing. Sure. The fans, young people coming out, energy. Um, you know, energy begets energy. People oh, tell other people. Yeah. And so that's really, we, we, we see that. 
for me um I'd like to just tell you like yo this song's so incredible but there's so many amazing performers sure who yeah. can't draw yeah I'm just sorry to say it like mm -hmm. that so we have to our reality is looking at both the perform we, we, and we wouldn't do someone who was drew people but sucked well maybe we would no. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on if Ben Baruch can compete. We know yeah, that. Yeah. Maybe we That's but uh, we do look for the kind of melding. It's great, and people are coming out, and then we love to support it. Like let's do a night. Let's go to two nights, Garcia. You know, let's get a cool opening slot at the Cap. You know, let's go to the big room. You know, um, the Capitol Theater. Yeah. And oh, let's do them at the bowl, and then three nights at the bowl, or let's go, you know, invade, you know. And you know what's exciting? We're they're playing in Nashville yeah. next week, yep. in Vegas. Vegas. Oh, yeah. I was and Vegas. And Vegas, they all split. And so, uh, and lock, oh uh, yeah, lock in. Wow, we've yeah. done a bunch. Mm, yeah. Cover of Relics is coming up. Uh, that be ooh. ooh. Hey, is that news. Yet? Oh, news. Oh, yeah. That's right. Get your pre-orders in. We right. break all kinds of news on the Great Beyond. Yeah. 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 Maybe this podcast is worth listening to. I don't care. Hey, this beer's good. I'll keep going next. Oh yeah. yeah. We're gonna hopefully if Adam or there's another photographer I know coming tonight. Yes, there's another photographer, important guy. Yeah. We'll see you there. But I was just talking to the editor <laughs> of Relics, and we're like, Dean Budnick, and we're like. And Mike Greenhouse, yep. but Dean, we're like, yeah, maybe the cover shot. It's go live, Mohegan Sun. Sure. I hear there's a lot of lights, sure. so we'll Light. see on the photo. But so when you go in a few months and you see the cover relics, I wouldn't be surprised. I was like, we should do the Mohegan Sun wide. Yep. Shot boom. I think I said to him, get the wide shot. The wide shot. Yep. You like yeah. that? Did you remember? Yeah. 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 He said, get the yep. wide. Greg heard. That's because I knew. I want to get a wide shot. Oh, well, I yeah, thought you wanted a, a wide shot of 40 <laughs> chests. <laughs> but I didn't want to tell him the relationship because it might be that other photographer. Sure, sure, sure. Right. Yeah. 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 No more uh, photographers fighting each other out there for the wide shots. Just <laughs> okay. the cover. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But you got a wide shot of us. This is so how you make the donuts. That's it. That's it. No, it is. And that is not a fish reference. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we, don't make, no, we don't talk about that. No, nah, but this is about the Dunkin' to the corner. You know, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. We're in the Northeast. Dunkin' every corner. So one of the things, you know, I, I think about with all of this, uh, you certainly pivoted during COVID, right? You came out with the Jazz Standard and Blue Smoke, a uh, whole new room, a whole new idea of how to approach accessing fans. Um, but you also, like, so what do you think about the landscape of music once we emerge from all of this? What's going to be different? What should we expect? I actually think it will go up. Yeah. Because I think, A, you see, you have the avid people who are like, go to shows. They've been held back. So they're just fucking coming yeah. more. Because yeah. you never yeah. know when it could end. Then you have the people who are not at, who don't go to shows as much or did not go to shows previous to now. I think some of them may be like, you know what? I don't usually go to a show. I stay home, watch Netflix, or I do something else, read a book. Now I'm going to go to a show tonight mm -hmm. just because I just think they may. Yeah. yeah, just because. Well, you, you never so know. So I think when at it one point, yeah, you may get a little increase there, mm -hmm. right? So the avid people who went a lot are going to go even more, and then so we do believe that some of the people who did not go to a lot of shows be like, you know what, I'm going to go to a show. So that situation combined should equal more than before. That's math, folks. That's how math works. How do you do all that's this? That's Euclidean like, geometry. That's how you have venues all over. You like the see it's I all, do like it. <laughs> people like, keep it simple. But I do think it'll, um, it will lift. 
there'll be a moment, uh, a, a, a positive moment. But you don't want to get too excited because you just get right knocked down immediately. Sure. Look at the Omicron. Thing. Sure. Look at what happened to Guzman right. in December. Absolutely. Of course. Quick yeah. boom, it's over. It's done. Yeah. Same yeah. here. You think too? Ex- don't get too excited. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah. Like we got a lot of holds. Our venues now. You can like six. You can't even in the fall. You know, and stuff for for fall twenty two will be very busy. Everyone's going to want to go out. Right. They missed out a lot. By the way, Goose has been going like the whole time. Pretty much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about yeah. Ben Baruch. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Yeah. Baruch's not going to let him stop working. No, these guys never really he's going slow down. He's yeah. a slave driver out there, but no, every um, and so- it was smart. By the way, Goose got bigger. Yeah, sure. yeah. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's kind of that like production quality of those streams you're talking about. It's like obviously Fish and Dead and Co. The bigger bands had the money to spend on it. Now like these smaller bands are figuring out ways that they can stream at a great, yeah, big part of level. it. These guys have been really smart with that. Yeah. You know who else done a good job? Billy Strings. Oh yeah, yeah. we've done a lot with him yeah. too. Yeah. He also. So it's Billy and Goose up in um, operating. You know, as smart as you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, they both did streams because now Goose did Goose Miss with no audience is a big thing. And I just really, you know who else did right after? We did Billy, Billy Strings with no audience. Oh, yeah. uh, the, the Deja Vu. Deja Vu. Deja Vu. Yeah. And Pigeons. At the cat. And Pigeons afterwards, too. You did Pigeons. Uh, and we did Pigeons yeah. no oh, audience no, at the okay. Bowl. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Super Bowl. So, like, that was smart. These are bands being like, let's go, no audience. And we were pivoting. We were. I had the venues. They're all wired up. Might as well try to use them somehow. Right. Yeah. And actually twit. You know, listen. I don't really like Amazon. I'm going to be like Paul Phil Michelson here. Because, uh, you, I don't know, you want to hope for bookstores. Sure. But, yeah. to their credit, like, Twitch gave us the money. I did. We did the, I helped introduce the tray idea at the Peak and Jams. Okay. Yeah. I did the yeah. Twitch guide. Like, all those. Pigeons. Yeah, those are wild. Uh, Billy Strings. Uh, Goose, we got resources, money, it, yeah. resources, aka cash. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I learned that from Ben Baruch, aka cash from Twitch, yeah. which Amazon owns. So give them credit. You know yeah. that has helped. Without that, because like YouTube, Facebook stuff, not spending money on live music, right? right. Not right. spending money in our scene, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, no. for sure. Yep. No. no, zero, none. So like Goosemith Rock Center. Free, like yeah. if you want to make it free and not pay pay. It's good now moving forward, but not for Rock Center Goosemas. You want that free, yeah, to get the money to do like Gus Field, like they helped us out, yeah, but not that you know, right? There's right. still a cost, hard cost. Oh, for sure. And without the Twitch part, so a nod to Twitch um, and Amazon, because without that financial support, we wouldn't be doing this. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, speaking of. So we obviously some of it, yeah. Right. So we just get paid in CBDs. So uh, we need some resources. And too. thank you, Sunset Lake CBD. <laughs> yeah, um, resources. <laughs> Should we do a commercial just, break? Yeah, we, we just do commercial breaks constantly. We we really need sponsors. Yeah. Um, but so speaking of pivoting and COVID. Oh, we'll take awesome. it. We'll take some oh, resources. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, sure. We'll sell I'll anything. Sure. Um, yep. So, <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn Bowl is my favorite venue. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All three. Every one of them. Um, and the cap. But so speaking of pivoting and streaming, how successful that was for the band. Goosemus was wildly successful. Can I tell Ben Baruch after this to meet him up? Can he agree to sponsor? I'm, I'm actually nervous. He's going to have sure. some thugs yeah, come sure. after me after this. Absolutely. Matt Quincy's giving us the make it rain. Some 111. Dave just Yeah. I take cash after. 
<laughs> but so um, speaking of pivoting, a lot of people are interested in just knowing how. How Fred much is the sponsorship? Yo, so we'll get back to that. Yo, yeah, literally just keep blunts. We're going to edit this out. We're going to edit this out. Go yeah. sell all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, it's a CBD farm. Yeah, but yeah. so how did, well, my questions are going sideways today. You know, so like, how did, uh, how, every lot of people, a lot of fans have really wanted to know, you know, how did this Fred Fest situation come about? Because obviously that was another time where you had to pivot. You're not going to have the huge lock-in festival you normally have. So you chopped it up into these three festivals. But, you know, how did that, how did that start? How did that conversation start? start with the band and how do we get to that fred fest from there right back to covid yep uh force you to think and we're like i don't really want to do a big one 15 20 25, people so we were like let's go smaller uh let's do a few of them let's do one with goose have its own festival i mean it's, it's like they were the so one with Tedeschi trucks, yeah. Yeah. one with J Rad, and one with Goose. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think of Fred. I was more. I remember where I was. Back to like, I was actually funny. We talked about Grateful Mahalo, which is shooting a band with no audience for a stream on this Twitch, and, and um, I was in the backyard of this house where we shot the shows, standing with Bill Kreutzman, and I remember this. My phone rang. Oh, it's him again, Ben Baruch. Oh, dude. <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> that, and I pitched him standing there in Kauai. I was like, Bill, I need a minute. And I remember making the pitch for um, Goose to do it. wasn't looking good, by the way. Yeah. There were yeah. some other things. Yeah, and big like, vacation they, No, I think they yeah, said no at first. Yeah, it's a big vacation month for them. It was yeah. vacation, yeah. Greg. Yeah. They said no. <laughs> and that's what I think he was calling me to be like, they really appreciate it. We offered him a bunch of money. <laughs> Yo, Rick's got to play no, they really appreciate. Man. This is now it's coming back to me. Um, they really appreciate it. It's past. Like, it's past. It was vacation yeah. time. Yeah. And uh, well, I, one thing I've learned to do is like I don't take no. Well, sure. Yeah. I try. You got to keep pushing <laughs> back. It's a tough and, thing to uh, do in 2022. <laughs> you just got. And I'm like, you know what? Well, usually the best way to fight the no, you know, it's true. I mean, this. Resources, more resources, more yeah. resources. We'll keep it. <laughs> yeah. Let's just keep it. Use that word. <laughs> what if we put more resources into this? And uh, I also told them it would be me. I really wanted to do it. So yeah, looking back, I did push. There you go. If I hadn't done that extra push, standing at with Bill Kreutzman in Kauai, uh, but then they came back and like, you know what? Yeah, I think it showed we really wanted to do it. And then they were all in. And they came back and like we're gonna do it. I'm psyched, and uh, they don't know this yet, but more new. We're you know part of the deal when I offered more resources, and we we're supposed to do like five more. There we go. Yeah, so we're doing Fred at the land. We're not gonna do 22 probably, but 23, you know, because it would have been a. Oh So hell yeah. uh, there's five more Freds coming at the lock. Oh hell yes. They don't know this yet, but I'm gonna tell them before the show. Tune in on our Tuesday live for uh, a <laughs> chance to win five <laughs> years of tickets to Fred Festival. Yeah, we should do the contest. Oh yeah. But we don't need the band. That might help us all ensure it happens. There we go. Oh, then we tell the band and band like, "Sorry, bro, sorry, it's intern, intern made a mistake." <laughs> yeah. No, we'll make sure the band wins. Well, I'm you joining Baruch's yeah. group to Vinny? home arm thugs, so we'll make yeah. sure it happens. Yeah. <laughs> Is Baruch the new Shug Knight? Yeah, I think they, they <laughs> be, you know? All right. Well, you know, 
I think we've revealed enough information. Yeah. Um, so we don't want to give our listeners too much. Until but no, we get Fred, more not a lot of bands can host their own festival. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. And so I give them a lot of credit in what they did. In a, what about the fact that, like, Dawes? I'll tell you a cool fact. I was about to say, you guys put together a great lineup for a festival, yeah. too, for that weekend. Everyone that we asked to play said yes. Oh, really? 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 The other bands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there were probably seven or eight other bands. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How about Dawes? Dawes. 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 They're, they're two sets. great bands. Their the paranoid major set was sick. Yeah. And then Covered yeah. Black set was Sabbath. 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 Yeah. Dr. Dog, uh, Sammy Ray. Sammy Ray. Sammy Ray. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, Corey Wong. Corey Wong crossed Corey Wong, up yeah. there. Dr. Yep. Dog, big band. And they're in their yeah. final shows. I think that says a lot about, for sure, it says a lot about Goose and the um, reputation that they have and mm-hmm. the energy and the momentum, credibility yeah. with other bands. So that's cool. Like, not a lot of bands they could pull, they could do that. Yeah. Really, I don't think anyone said no. I think everyone was like, yeah, we want to be a part of that. We want to be a part of this scene. That's very We want to cool. play in front of that audience. You know, and the best thing you can do in music if you want to be a band to play more, even if you're Dawes or Dr. Dog, is play in front of more people, new people. Yeah. And the fact that they want to be in front of that Goose audience shows that people think highly, I think, of what's going on here. Yeah, and there was a lot of cool stuff, too. A lot of people didn't, don't know of a lot of these bands. You know, surprisingly, maybe Corey Wong. His Golden Messenger. You know, maybe Dr. Yeah. Dog. Yeah, but they didn't know. I was about to say, there's one way. His yeah, Golden Messenger. Yeah. 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 He don't Michael suffer Shred. fools gladly. Mm-hmm. So, um... You know, you're not going to do that. That means, like, there's something cool going on, and they have credibility with the other musicians. Yeah. You know, it's not just, we talked about what, how do you see, and you, like, you look at the audience and what's ha- who's coming, and, like, how many people, you know, and the demand, and how the tickets go on sale. You can look at stuff, but I think the fact, the credibility that Goose has with other musicians, and what we saw, at least, booking Fred, for everyone, his golden and dog and Dawes and all these are all like yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Getting respect from your peers is a big thing in most industries, so it's it's cool to hear that. And plus, I don't know a single fan that went that didn't love the festival. It wasn't blown away by the atmosphere, by the staff. It was just a really well-run event, and it was and it was nice to have it like a little less than twenty thousand people. That would yeah. normally be a lock-in, and it yeah. made it a very it gave it a very family vibe, and that's something that the band's always carried around. So it really was an excellent festival. And that's why we're doing five more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So before we, before we wrap, um, one thing that, that I found really interesting is with your venues local to where Goose exists in Connecticut, um, they were Garcia's All-Stars, right? A ton of Garcia show, shows. They played the main stage in 2016 for an, for an All-Star show, first mm-hmm. of three. Um, they did a Tuesday jam jar at the Bowl, but that was their only Bowl play. I think f- first or second of three was Space Carnival. And they never. I, made... By the way, I missed that. I'm not going to try and bullshit. Oh yeah, yeah. For sure. Oh, I no, missed it too. No, I didn't no. even like the band no. that much then. So, yeah, yeah. Wow, Greg, <laughs> nice history. You got. I mean, oh, you know, just me and about seven people at that show, yeah. and they never, you know, I wasn't. They sold. never headlined the cap, and so at this point with their growth, right? Like they're going to do the bowl in Nashville. They'll do the bowl in Vegas, but they've kind of like. Leapfrogged your monumental venues yeah. that are, are like I, know, I, 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 I hasn't gone unnoticed. So we're <laughs> noticed. I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> we know you're making moves. So the the next question I have is: Are you going to get a room big enough for these guys? Well, that's what I did in Nashville and Vegas. There we go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So but you know, we're ca- we're catching up. I hear you. <laughs> um, 
Locals. So I know. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Oh, Here's we're gonna go. Maybe we'll get some people triple cap. Okay. Okay. Let's get triple cap. Yes. You like great triple cap? Maybe quad. Quad cap. Like they're doing double radius city. I'm a part of that. So it feels good. They've been cool with that. Yeah. We're part of this. Yeah. You know, we help, and that's part of the whole thing. And after Radio City, yeah, maybe they want to go to the big one. Hard to say no to that. They can go to the big one and then do tri- uh, the Avet Brothers, you know, play the right. garden and yeah. the triple yeah. uh, three capital theaters in the garden and now coming back to the cap. Yep. So, uh, but I wouldn't mind going, you know. For, I mean, we we could do a cap run. I mean, oh, yeah, I can. Yeah. I only live thirty yeah, minutes. You got a piece of paper, and pen. Yeah. Should we start coming up with the off? I mean, should we? Should we do? Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll do, do that. You know? No, I would love to, but whatever is right for the band is what when, honestly what we do. Right. Whatever we and, say, um, we'll do. So like, yeah. ten nights at the caps, right for the yeah. band. Yeah. Yeah. Seems right. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody who's got the resources. Yeah. Yeah. At least somebody's thinking for this band. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got about an hour till showtime. Yeah. We've got to eat. That went fast. We've got. We've got to. You know, we got. We got to change. Our hockey jerseys. Um, and so I got my Gong Gang jersey. No, mine smells fresh. I'm so. leaving it on. I think we're show ready. We feel ready for we're show. show. We're ready. We're show ready. ready for the show. We're show ready. Smoke a little CBD. I'll be ready for the show. Oh hell yeah! All Relax right. yourself. So, <laughs> Pete Shapiro, the empresario of Organos. Bring it back. So yeah. much. good. He brought it right back. To oh, thank you right. so much for joining us. We hope you come back and visit us soon. Maybe when we're at the big one. Yeah. Want to leave our listeners with some words of wisdom? Uh, it's about an hour to showtime. <laughs> and uh, you talked beer. about dinner, but I think I would just have another beer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's have a We've few got more. one for you. It's Peach on the band Bro. and Ben Baruch, so it's all okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was I wonder if Ben will listen to this. Um, we got a lot. We got like five more lock in Fred's. Yeah. Got a yeah. fucking yeah. run at the cap. Mm-hmm. And then we got the big one. And we got the big one, which we know, you know. Damn, we should be tour Three letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Japan tour 2026. All right, let's Thanks get for it. That. that was yeah, fun. Keep wrap. doing this. Thank you so much, Pete. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate it. All right, so we'd like to thank our very special guest, Peter Shapiro, for joining us today. This was really one of those dream interviews we've been preparing for for a while. Even though it doesn't seem like we prepare, I promise that we do sometimes. But it really meant a lot to us, and it was really a great way to start our Goosemas event. We've got Motown Philly coming up this weekend. We're really excited to see all of you down there, so feel free to come up and say hi to validate three very fragile egos. Yeah, on the brink of collapse. The Great Beyond is presented by Osiris Media and engineered by Greg Knight from his apartment in Brooklyn. On behalf of my co-hosts, I'd once again like to thank Beecher Bureau for joining us, our manager, Kathleen Knight, and most of all, you, the listeners, for tuning in. Be sure to catch a ride with us next time down the pathway to the great beyond. My ego is a proverbial china shop. (laughs) Fragile. (laughs) Osiris.